<clears throat> Yo, Gouda, is this fucking mic on? Man, welcome to the Gym Podcast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Gym Podcast. This is your host, G. If you're viewing this right now, I appreciate you clicking on this link. This podcast platform is based out of San Antonio, Texas. Basically, this platform is uh, life stories, advice, current events. And one of the main things I like to focus on is artists, rappers, musicians. Obviously, when you come into like the whole podcast gang and just, I guess, life in general. Uh, music is a huge thing. Um, you got shit that you, that you can relate to. You got shit that you can go to the club to. You got shit that you can bump to on a lonely as night. Uh, but yeah, on this episode... Well, first of all, if this episode, I'm pretty sure this episode is going to go live before some music drops, which we'll get into later. So that should be out. Uh, go ahead and hit the link in the description. We'll talk about all that just right now. But um, yeah, shout out to y'all for watching the last episode. And um, shit, we'll get right into it. Ja. What's what, up? I'm back. What's up? What's up? <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't seen the last episode with Ja. She was actually our first guest in this new studio, which is uh, wild to even say, because that was, let's see, we're in September and that mm-hmm. was May, I believe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, somewhere yeah. around May, April. I think, no, I'm sure it was May because it was, uh, I think I, the lease started in uh, May 1st. Yeah. So it was a little bit, it was a little after May, um, the first week of May and she had dropped a uh, notice, which was a single and an, uh, man, I'm trying to remember how I actually came across it. Uh, no, you know what? You hit the DMs. Yeah, yeah, we went definitely to definitely slid yeah. in the DMs we, like always do. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, she she uh she sent me that. Oh, no, actually, she just trying to be on the platform, and then yeah. I popped off and uh, looked at her the the music, and then obviously it's a it's it's a it's a done deal. Yeah, it's a done deal after <laughs> that because I mean, if you listen to the music, if you're familiar with Ja, you know the type of uh, presence she actually brings when she steps in or just records. It's 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 fucking crazy, but um. How's that? How's that been for you? Because the last time you were here, uh, you dropped a couple more songs, and then yeah, you kind of kind of dipped. Yeah, you kind of dipped. I said, "Fuck it." <laughs> so what was what was that for? Like, what what kind of made you just say like, "Hey, let me let me chill with the music." Um, it wasn't it it wasn't because I wanted to. I really wanted to hit hard as much as I could, but team started to fall apart. People around you started to fall apart. Like all, everything that I didn't want to happen happened. Damn. Uh, with relationships, uh, romantically, professionally, musically, like all of it. I switched up my job. I switched up everything. So I had to step away because if I didn't, I feel like it. The the negative energy that I was, you know being exhausted with <laughs> would have came out on the music and I, I don't believe that's fair to you guys so no yeah I'm with I'm with it and I think the biggest thing is uh the team part because I mean coming from me when I get into conversations with people that don't have five plus friends that been in a friendship for 10 plus years it's it's boy. it's weird boy it's weird for me so I, I personally I have that so it's just conversations are definitely different when when someone doesn't have that. Not even to say the friendship part, but when you have a team professionally, shit got to be on point. 
because there's a lot of things that can go wrong if someone's yep. not on point. And and it and it kind of got messed up because friendships were mixed with professionalism. So it was like, dude, I'm your friend. You know what I'm going through. But dude, you know that we need to be on point with certain things and, you know, make sure everything is precise. And so that mixture just wasn't getting to where it needed to be. I feel that, man. And I I couldn't, like with this, it's a little different because most of the stuff other than the audio is kind of ran by me. Yeah. The audio is is, is, uh, edited by somebody else. When I first started, it was by me and it was... It was a boatload of shit that I had to worry about. Yeah. But when I took that strength, uh, not that strength, when I took that load off, um, it just, I can do more shit with the editing. I can do more shit here. It was just mm-hmm. a lot easier because the audio thing is the hardest part, I think, Tell when it comes to it. <laughs> not even podcasting. I'm sure it is when it comes to fucking music. It's yep. just so much shit you have to worry about. But when, uh, what what was the whole situation with, did like social media have a huge part with that? Or it was just more so like friendships and just personal life that you had to take some some time off? I don't want to say yes, but truly it was. Because at the end of the day, we all compare ourselves to everyone that's around us, the people that we're competitive with, you know what I mean? So when you're working at a certain pace, but seeing someone else moving faster than you, you start to discourage yourself, you know what I mean? And you start to second guess yourself or you start to second guess the people around you. Are they worth being around you because they're not doing what the other people are doing or things like that? It's stupid, but yeah, I I believe it is. But also a lot of the pandemic forced everybody to look at life differently. So a mixture of things, but social media did play a part. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you because you... Man, there's this quote that someone said. I don't remember how it goes, but basically you kind of uh, if if your friends or if your family or if your professional people that kind of not doing essentially some things that you're doing, whether if it's goal wise or Mm -hmm. anything uh, of that sort, you kind of want to reevaluate who you're fucking with. Oh, hell yeah. Because that plays a huge part. It it, it really does because you can feed off of each other. Whether if it's uh, you making music and someone else, you have another buddy that's making music too. Yeah, they fall off a little bit. They ain't really in tune with the music. They don't really want to do nothing. They're kind of in a rut. Yeah, and they see you going hard, boy. Yeah, that that just lit a fucking flame under their ass, and yep. then they get back into it. So, man, it goes hand in hand. The same thing when it comes to the, I guess, just friendships, friendships in general. People just need to be, man. I wouldn't even say just. It's, it's, it's hard to actually pinpoint how social media really affects. It's not hard, but it it's plays, just... It plays with your mind, dude. Like yeah. It's a mind game that you have to learn how to overcome. Because yeah. I, I even fall into it sometimes. I, I'll look at certain you know, rappers from San Antonio that I'm actually cool with. <laughs> and then yeah. I'm like, fuck. Like, when I see them do something that I wanted to do or I was planning to do, like, shout out to King Kali. That's like an OG to me. But I was thinking about dropping a freestyle to one of Drake's songs from CLB, and he did it first. And I was like, fuck, should I still do it? You know, it's all love, but those are the type of thoughts that you have to run through. Yeah. And you have to decide, like, what's authentic. 
what's you or are you doing it because other people are doing it or are you doing or do you not want to do it because somebody else did it you yeah. know like I've things the, like that that too is that that's probably the biggest thing that i've noticed is that you don't know what's real or fake oh my gosh like it's you ugly. you really don't know if someone is at a certain place and it's actually them and i, I know we're talking off air about the certain situation which mm-hmm. I'll, I'll mention right now but um like you really can't you you can't, and it, it it's even harder when you know those people in in, in real life. Oh my goodness! Uh, whether if you like went to high school with them, work with them, just family yeah. friends, it's like, and then you go to functions and you're like, did you really? Were you really there? Like, yeah. did you did you really do some shit like that? Because yeah. when you see them in person, they kind of give off this vibe that they're not really like that. Yeah, you just never know. But the the situation that I really came across, and I was talking to uh, Jaf Air, was. Um, I had come across or a friend of mine had showed me this person that was, um, I believe she lived in California and she had like Team Vogue in her bio. She was kind of just some this this influencer that was at the Met Gala. Met Gala was a, a maybe a week or two ago and it's this huge event with celebrities. And she was posting things as if she was there. And uh, I was... At first, I'm not really in tune with social media like that. Like, if you post something, I really don't give a fuck if you're there or not. But it just, it caught me off guard whenever I was, whenever this person was showing me this, uh, th- these videos and these Instagram stories, these pictures, these posts. And then she goes over to another person's uh, Instagram profile and it's the same thing. So, you're trying to figure out, like, who's copying who at what point. But no, I think, but I think... I mean, I, I, the 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 person that that's kind of I guess impersonating the other one or using the the information, I kind of figured out who's who because you can just tell like the 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 quality is uh, is different. You can tell what's screen recorded, what's not. You can tell what's like compressed and like just yeah. just all type of shit. You Photoshop can just, be, yeah, be there's <laughs> showing itself. Sometimes. There's just all type of shit you got to worry about. But I don't know. Have you ever seen anything like that on social media where you just like? Dude, I know you're not really like that. (laughs) No, it's not even that. It's okay. So this is really similar. I talk about it all the time on socials. Yeah, yeah. Um, it it plays hand in hand. I know this person personally that would literally wait until I get out of relationships with certain girls, and they try to get at them, but. Again, these are girls that have met her in person, so they know how she talks. They know how everything. She specifically tries to talk like me. She started dressing like me, all that stuff. Like (laughs) She told a lot of people that she had a certain illness and she was going to pass at a certain time. Like it's, it's a whole bunch of crazy stuff. Like it just to get sympathy from people. And I'm I don't I don't like that. I, I really don't. Like it's one thing when you're trying to like get people to pay attention to you, but when you're trying to reel in girls to like be with them, how how are you gonna be in a relationship with somebody and you're not showing them your true self? Like yeah, yeah. that's kind of I'm not too sure if this is it, but obviously we follow each other on social media and it was maybe a month or two ago and you were putting someone on blast. Oh, (laughs) I don't know if it was this person. Oh, what was it? What did I say? I Uh, I probably posted it and deleted it. So you're snitching on me, but but it's okay. Like, (laughs) I just, I don't remember. I doubt it was this situation. I know exactly what you're talking about. I would have to look it up. I I, I can probably Was I wearing a black hat? I don't remember. But you were just basically 
kind of putting this girl on blast and kind of, I think you were tagging, I can probably cut this out if this is too no, much. No, but no, like, keep going. I'll, you were uh, tagging her boyfriend. You're like, Oh, <laughs> you're like, okay, no, let's get this clear. Okay. <laughs> ja has a lot of exes. Cool. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I don't play about is my exes. Even if we end on bad terms, don't come in my DMs speaking reckless about my exes. I don't I don't care who they are, what they did to you. I still have loved them, so I will always love them. Don't be in my DMs about that. So I don't know if you want to cut that out or not, yeah, but yeah. nah, it wasn't that. <laughs> this girl was in my DMs like, saying that she was going to kill my ex. Like, it was crazy. I didn't see that part. Yeah, no, I don't no, know no. If you I, didn't, I didn't oh, post okay, okay. it. I didn't post, because, hey, like, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. know if my ex wanted that out or anything like that. But yeah, she was definitely, and she thought that we were still together, I guess. And so oh, she okay. was like, oh, she's cheating on you. And I'm like, sis, I know my ex told you that we're not together. And she was like, no, that's lies. You're just trying to save her. And I'm like, whatever, bro. Yeah. And then she was like, well, I'm pulling up to her house and I'm going to kill her and I'm going to slide. Oh, and da, 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 da. I was like, what? Like, and, it, and the craziest part about it was it was like five in the morning when she texted me this. Mind you, I was working overnight, so I'm up. But she was, like, getting mad because I wasn't texting her back. And I'm like, first off, it is early in the morning. Like, can you have some respect? Yeah, but, yeah. No, that's, that's yeah, hilarious nah. because that's literally, I saw this shit in the morning because I just obviously oh. refreshing the TL in the morning. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. And I don't do stuff like that. No, I really see, don't. That's the crazy part because, I mean, I, after that, this was maybe about, so I had been following for about three or four months yeah. now. Yeah chill talking about music do yeah. your thing quotes all that like it's uh it's never this it's never tension yeah, type don't, shit <laughs> don't don't come for the people that i've loved at one point and yeah. like come on man like, it was that's, just that's so tasteless and to get me out of my character because i i have anger issues i have really bad anger issues where it was diagnosed so mm-hmm. it's like when you hit a nerve oh it's so hard to turn me back off like it took like a lot of people to be like, yo, calm down. Cause I was like, bro, we can handle this. Like that's, that was another thing I wanted to mention going back on, on topic. It's okay to cover up certain parts of you because the world doesn't need to see everything. Like I have some, excuse my language, but I have some hood ass cousins. You know what I mean? Like I have like real ass shooters that would like go off. Like, and I've was raised in that but I, I didn't like how that looked. So I got away from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, it's okay to hide certain parts of you, but when you start to like play along with something that you've never was around, it's kind of weird to me because yeah. like, I, I do admit like that part of me that you saw, I don't like showing that part, like getting out of character, getting upset, cussing people out. I don't like, I don't like doing that. Cause I'm, I love everybody at, you know, at a certain extent, like I have a respect for everybody at a certain extent. But once you cross that line, mm-hmm. oh, ah, nah. Nah, <laughs> nah, it just it just caught me off guard. And just because, I mean, I didn't. For me, when I see things like that, you and a person like you, when I know you personally, I've had you on the podcast platform. I know it takes a tremendous amount of fucking energy out Boy, of yourself to to, I can, to do that. I can show you the DMs. Like oh, no, it was like multiple DMs. <laughs> no, like, bro, because at first it. I was like, I'm gonna ignore it, and then she just kept going, and I'm like. That's what? And she was going back. Bro, me and my ex weren't together for like a year. She was going back to like old posts and like 
like liking it and commenting on it. Just like, being petty. That yeah. is so disgusting. Just being petty. So disgusting. Yeah, that's weird. That's why, man, I was I was talking about this on my Twitter the day before yesterday. And I have had my phone on Do Not Disturb for the past five years. And mm-hmm. I recently just changed all my notifications off all social media, um, like, a, I believe, a month ago. So, and the only reason why I, I turned them off is because I'm on social media regularly. So if I see like a message or if I see a notification, more, nine times out of 10, I'll see it like 10, 20, 30 minutes max after it, it's there. Uh, so it's not like I don't see none of this shit. So No, of course. Uh, but the thing that I hate is when I'm like in a function or trying to create something or just working and then just... Notif- notifications are popping off and I just, it, it's just, it's different. But I started with don't, do not disturb. Cause I used to work uh, at Apple, the retail store mm-hmm. in 2017. Whenever, whenever I was with a customer, I would get notifications on my Apple watch and they would just be blowing me up. So I couldn't Jeez. focus. And then it just stuck. It just, it just stuck. So it, it just makes came life easier. Yeah. It makes a whole lot easier, but I'm I mean, gonna start that. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you can have, so I was saying too, like I have favorites, um, so like if my my buddies or my family text me FaceTime me like I'll get it right away, mm-hmm. but if they uh, if other people text me like I I, I probably won't see it right away because it's just gonna be that. it's just gonna be in, in in the message thread. So it's different when you when you start putting things like that. It's less stressful. I'm telling you, people do that's just my recommendation. My yeah. rec- what I do, so I recommend it. So I mean, try it out. Let let me know how it fucking um how that works out for you. But that's that's probably the reason why. I uh I kind of switched to that the the, the uh, last month I mean because uh, that shit social media is weird because you never like I said you never know what's real and then on top of that you have uh, man it's just it, it's it's different man it's no, just I different <laughs> but I, I admire I admire that about you because like you have this sense of energy where like. And correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. you're so untouchable mentally. Like I, I feel, yeah, I feel like you're just like, yep, yeah, it is what it is. And like, it's so hard to get to that. And I, I know I DM'd you, um, because I was like, bro, like I really want to link with you personally, yeah, because you are who you hang around, and like you give off that source of energy where mm-hmm. it's just like grind hard and enjoy life <laughs> and that that's like super beautiful bro man i will i'll be first to tell you man i was never like that this only happened like two years ago maybe maybe even less than that before right before i started the podcast probably yeah. but and i had a podcast not on my platform but uh it, it was on a different platform yeah um and i think the thing exact thing that i said was i was a shitty person for the longest time ever mm-hmm. shitty person i was living man there was one point in time where i was living like three lives I was lying to people. I was lying to my friends. I was lying to my family. Uh, I was lying to my fucking girlfriend at the time. Girlfriends, however you want to fucking call it. So it was, it was, it was different when when you start to change your mindset to uh, not do any of these things. And this is a big thing that that worked out for me. I was in relationships for the past ten years, from shit 20, 2010, 2011 to about yeah twenty twenty, right before mm-hmm. the pandemic. And it was a relationship after a relationship. Granted, these relationships, Same. these relationships were one year, two year, three, I think three, three and a half years was Same. the max for me. And it was never time to grow. Like I never had time to mentally think about what was happening in my next relationship that, I mean, my previous relationship that didn't work. And then what is, what did I want to do for the next one to make it work? Yeah. 
it never was that it never I'd never had that time. So when 2020 hit, pandemic hit, um, man, I didn't talk to a girl for damn near like 10 months. Oh, I feel that. Like I didn't nothing. Like I would get DMs. Um, I would obviously, I mean, I'm not even gonna front. I just I wouldn't reply or I would just say thanks and, and not keep even it moving. Yeah. yeah, not even like disrespectful to these girls, because obviously they're Beautiful girls, but it's just, it wasn't in my character. I really had to, I forced myself. That's what the drove easiest you, way. What drove you to the point of realizing it was a problem? Uh, my my f- Being 40 and single. Mm. Being 40 and single with no kids. And, and like, I always, I've always told myself, um, maybe you, you can test this a little bit more. Like, I, I never, I didn't have a dad when I was younger, so I never wanted to be anything like him. Yeah. Um. So when I think about 40 and I think about being a shitty person, lying, living living lives that mm-hmm. you're not supposed to be living, I mean, no one wants to be like that. No, of course. And that's I think that's what switched my mind. Like, how are you going to live this life? And let's just say I did have kids. How yeah. are you still going to live this life? Like, you can just be... That's, Boy. That's, that's the thing we're going back to when uh, you're portraying a life that you really don't yeah, live. you don't. You're showing your kids... Um, like they have this fancy ass life and that everything's good with their, their mom and you're over there doing your mom dirty. Like tell me about it. It's tell me man. About it. So that's I think that was the biggest thing for me, but I appreciate the the comment you said in the beginning. It uh it takes a lot. I'm I'll be honest, it takes a lot. Yeah. It takes a a good group of friends. Uh I talk to my fucking my, my family a lot, especially my mom. She's uh she's literally my best friend. Yeah. We've talked about things that uh I shouldn't even be talking about that to her. But one thing too, as well, is whenever I did come to her about the whole situation with me living in line and man, it took a lot of courage to actually tell somebody that. Cause yeah, it was, uh, you just feel embarrassed. Um, that's probably the easiest way to put it. You just feel embarrassed. Cause like, how could I get to this point where I was just doing people so fucking dirty mm-hmm. and being so selfish? Do you even remember was, why you did people dirty? Because yeah. I, I know yeah, yeah. sometimes, like, people are like, you did this, this, that, and the third. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't even fucking remember. <laughs> like, it's a blackout moment. Most of the things I do remember, um, I would say being selfish. And uh, there was this point in time in my life, so it was 2013, I had got into a rollover accident. Jeez. And it was right after I graduated. And I told myself, I was like, I'm just going to live this YOLO life. Like, yeah. It was to the point where I was like, I could have died. So now I'm going to do everything I can, no matter who gets in my way. Damn. And it, it transferred to my family and friends and to my, my girlfriend or girlfriends through, through for the next nine years or seven years, whatever. And it was just constant, constant, constant. And I think that's why uh, that's a whole nother conversation. You got to lie by where you're at. You mm-hmm. got to figure out um, how, when's the next time you're going to see him and what lie... What lie comes after that? Like, there's so much lies. Lie after lie Turn after off lie. your do not disturb without it saying that it's turned off. Yeah. Bro, I, I know. Lo- locations was a huge thing, too. Oh, my gosh. I had locations on. and That's I would, sickening. Relationships I, could be so toxic yeah. without it. Like, without you even trying to be toxic. Nobody tries to be toxic. But without you trying to be controlling, I feel like Apple has, like, made us all controlling in a way. They were like, you can have access to this. No, we don't need access. I think <laughs> I we think they don't. have good intentions, but people no. just use it for, for that. But, I mean, I think the toxic things just comes with a lot of insecurities. There's some things that you just, some shit that you can't really. 
Control. Yeah, control. Like yeah. it's out of your hands. But yeah. nine times out of ten, my personal opinion is when it comes to toxic relationships, it's just insecurities on one part, both parts. And that just comes with um shit, just loving yourself. Cause yeah. I think when 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 you do love yourself, you have there's less care about what the other person is doing because you're that confident that no yeah. one else is going to take what's yours. No, and that and I I heard a saying that said, you can't love anyone else differently than how you love yourself. So like you are the, you're the pinnacle of love. So if your self-love is down here, you're not going to love anybody else higher than that. Like you're going to love people lower yeah. or just at at that exact mark so you have to and i'm working on it myself yeah. like i i realize i've dealt with so many insecurities for the same reasons like i was in so many relationships on and on and on and on and i never got time for myself and i never got time to look at myself properly because i would take the image that my exes would give me and i'd be like well they said that was me so that's me you know what i mean yep. I, I never got to take off that clothing that they left and figure out who I was beneath what they said. Yeah. There's a lot of shit that goes into relationships and that's probably the huge part. Like you don't, you don't figure out what went wrong in your actual past relationship so you can fix the next one. But the, um, damn, I forgot what you, what I was going to say about what you just said. Um, shit. Let me remind. Cause I, I will. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I said, Loving someone okay, yes. is gonna be yes. at, at that mark. I, I think that's what that's why I help people so much is because I know what people are I know what people are capable of. Like if I can do it, why can't somebody else? No, of course. I know it takes time, I know it takes work, passion, like there's all these things that can do it. But I mean, if you have the time, like I'm sure you can you can do it. Like there's not yeah. there's an, there's not anything that I, I can't do that other people can't. And I, I think that's a huge thing when it comes to like these uh these celebrities, these uh these people that just have an enormous amount of wealth, financial, just shit that's that you kind of not even like the cars of jewelry, not not even I'm not even saying any of that, but just freedom when it comes to not worrying about money. Cause I think that's the huge thing when it yeah. when, when you want to get older. Like you don't you wanna have you wanna be financially free. And I think that's when when I do look at certain people and they have that, or at least I think they have that, because they might be lying. But uh, <laughs> I feel like they're telling the truth. I mean, they're they're kind of yeah. honest people, but I think that's kind of where it goes back to is like, I've know, I I I've, I know what I'm capable of, so I'm just trying to help people cap- be capable of something else. And no, of course, if that's being um, a better artist, if that's being shit, a better person, a better mm-hmm. a better husband, a better fucking wife too. Like it's just it all comes hand in hand. Hell yeah. What um shit? He caught me off guard with that relationship shit. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's the truth, and that's kind of the the basis of this actual platform is like. Man, for me, it's been a long time coming, and I, I'll be the first to say, like, it it was never like this. It was it was definitely like, definitely not like this, man. But it was a uh, shit. If you enjoyed that little little side note we went into, man, shout out to y'all. But <laughs> you um you you are releasing something. Oh gosh, yeah. When this launches, yep. uh, which is pretty fucking crazy, because I've been uh, I've been peeping your music for some time now, and this is probably I'm. I, I'll be very honest. It's probably the best work possible. And what I was going to say to you off air is uh, when I downloaded this music, I hit shuffle. Mm-hmm. And uh, you Drake inspired for sure. Yeah. And I was going through the music and 
there was some uh, some melodies, there was some some there were some bars in there, but I was really waiting for the shit that thumper that I can just like this is hard. Yeah, and it was weird, so weird. So the the song that I'm referring to is called is uh, language. Yeah, and uh, that's the last song I heard, and I was like. It's probably the best one that really like. Jeez. This is probably the one that I've like fuck with the most. Mm-hmm. Granted, all of them are fire, yeah. but uh, I was waiting for that because you, you, man, you did your thing on that one. That Thank one has you. some. Thank you. Some good bars. Some uh, the placement was crazy. So it was different. I, it was definitely different. It was different. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna still because I gave you. Yeah, yeah. Low key, those are just like the references for one. So I want to put that out there. Um, that one is pretty much close to done. Um, but I don't know if I should call that language. I don't. I I don't. We well, just named it language because. Okay, let, let's back up real quick. Yeah, so yeah. I'm dropping an album called "And That's Okay." Call it a talk. That's just a um, little short name for it. But I'm dropping it September 24th. And that's the anniversary of nothing was the same. And so me and my team that's left, we decided to sample nothing was the same and make my own about this chapter of my life because September 24th is actually my birthday where I turned 24. Hey, okay. <laughs> so it plays, it plays with a lot of things that's going on because right now, um, I'm at a period of my life where I'm realizing nothing has been the same and I've had to tell myself and that's okay. Um, And language is sampled by the song language on nothing was the same. And yeah, that was the funnest song I made. Like that, that was the most fun I ever did like I I wanted something different. Mm-hmm. I wanted the bass to be that TikTok bass that everybody likes, you know, like if you wanted to make the edits to it and stuff yeah. like that. I wanted that to just stick. And everybody that's put their ear to the album, they've all been saying the same thing. Uh that one, the intro and the outro. Outro was hard too. Yeah. Outro's fucking hard. And then I think the other one that kind of resonated with me the most, because I mean I was talking about it earlier is just Daddy's Little Girl. Mm-hmm. And um at first, I thought you were talking about a relationship, and then I looked at the title, and I was like, let me run it back. And mm-hmm. then I kind of listened to it a little bit more, and then I listened to it again the next week, and I was like, yeah, this is definitely, there's a, you can see the transition you've made over time yeah. when it comes to, uh, I guess, the trauma that you had yeah. from not, uh, I guess, not having your father. Yeah. So uh, it's a... Uh, Yes, you could talk about it though. <laughs> I, I did that purposely. I like how you said you thought it was about a relationship. Um, because I keep hearing people say, like, oh, you only talk about relationships, you only talk about relationships. And I kind of like dug deep into why I only talk about relationships and why my failed relationships failed poorly. And it, it's all rooted from me not having my father around. Like, I, I don't want to point the finger because I know we're all human, but. When I started to have a checklist of like what I was doing, what he's done, like to my mom, what I did to my exes, like it was coming hand in hand, you know what I mean? So it, and honestly, that's the worst thing that hurts, like that I don't like to talk about. Like that's why it had the kind of impact. Like y'all 
don't get to hear it yet until it's out, but that's why it had the impact that it did because the absence of my father drove me and my brother apart, in my opinion. And even like when I spoke to my brother's mother and my mom and my grandma, everybody kept saying, well, y'all didn't grow up together. And I feel like part of that is my father's fault. They're probably going to hate me for saying that, but you don't have to keep, you know, your kids away from each other because of your own selfish guilt or your own selfish needs. Like, it just sucks. It sucks really bad because if you talk to him today, he'll be stubborn enough and blame it on my mom. (laughs) And I'm just like, I'm about to be 24 or by the time y'all see this, I'm 24. And my mom has done nothing but been honest with me about their relationship. And they had me at a young age. My mom was only 20. She told me like what a 20 year old would do. And I could be mad at her for the moment, but I can't be mad forever. But I can only be upset when a person in the situation is choosing not to take the blame. You know what I mean? Or or admit to their faults, not even taking the blame. I could really give a Mm -hmm. shit who takes the blame, but it just just acknowledge your your wrongdoings at one point. I had to had to let go of that, man, because there was I was the same way. I think up until, uh, yeah, a couple of years ago, I was blaming my dad for everything. Yeah. But I mean, you're at this age where, shit, let's see. He was, I think when my parents divorced, he was 27. Mm-hmm. So shit, I'm 26. So it was the same age. I, I, I'm like around the same age I am now. And I couldn't imagine being married with a kid. Doesn't even, that hurt? Like when you start to realize, like, bro, when I turned 20, I was in college and I was like, My mom had me at this age. Like I was going through a lot and I didn't even know how to deal with my Mm -hmm. emotions. So it's just like, damn, like I could only imagine what was going on. And things were worse because like life was kind of harder because technology wasn't involved. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, fucking um, disgusting. Wages weren't weren't high high as they are now. Granted, I mean, that's a little different because of the whole fucking pandemic. But yeah. so that and I kind of just put myself in his shoes like, damn, would I would I have done the same? Could I have done the same? Mm-hmm. Where was my head at? Maybe the pandemic didn't hit and I was still the shitty person that I yeah. was. And like the last relationship didn't fail and I was still doing things like weird. Like maybe maybe I would have been the person that he he made a decision. I think that, too. I was kind of doing a checklist, too, as far as uh, what my dad had done to my mom or yeah. what he just been doing in general. And it was aligning, and I was just like, man, I can't live this life. Like, oh, I promised yeah. myself when I was younger not to be anything like him. And you're turning out, shit, 90, 90% up to up to that point at 90% of what, what he's done. And, I mean, shit, shit had to change. But, nah, Fire Album. Thanks, man. Um, shit, even the fucking... July was in there, the sample from July. Yeah. I caught that one. Yeah. That one was fucking hard. Thanks. Yeah, that one was, uh, that one caught me off guard because I mean, I was listening to it and I mean, got the Drake samples and that was kind of the last one I heard. And then that one jumped in, even though Drake's still on that song. It, it was just. It was because we wanted to do From Time so bad, but that, every time we sampled it, it was so cheesy yeah, or yeah. it sounded like a YouTube beat. And we were just like, Nah, we can't. And we and then we flipped it and made it like a rap song. And it was cool, but I already had July finished. And yeah. I was just like, nah, just scrap it. Like we can we can keep July. And it 
it was a beautiful story. I feel like it it explained my growth in relationships, like my toxicity and how bad it had gotten. And I didn't even fully expose myself the way that I planned to because I put the feature on it. Shout out to my girl, Namo. Um, I let her rock and get, you know, my my ex's perspective, I yep. would like to say. Um, but yeah, that that was... That was um, a good mirror for myself. How hard is that to um, kind of take take songs off the album? Because, I mean, obviously you want to have your best work. So how do you pick and choose what's your best work and how hard is it to like dish songs off? Something that I'm trying to learn if it's right or wrong, but I let my homies kind of tell me what they want and what they don't because I make music for me, but y'all listen to it. Y'all are the ones that like, replay it so mm-hmm. I, I want to know which one's the replay value you know what I mean so like every time people hear language they're like bro that's it that's that's that club song yeah. like and I'm like okay cool like keep that mm-hmm. and then I'll make another song and people are like mm, it's all right and if I hear it mm, I already <laughs> told myself take it off yeah, like yeah. I, I can't and but at in the same breath I did trust myself more with this one because this album was more like a washing my hands with everything like washing my hands with the person I used to be washing my hands with the people I used to work with washing my hands with the frustration with my father like I kind of just want to put everything in a suitcase and ship it away (laughs) and like Mm -hmm. not really care what what happens afterwards I feel that and I think that's the hardest part for people to not just to, because uh, I mean, when you do wash these things away, you, you that's kind of just letting go of these, yeah. these things that you can't really control. And some of the things you can control, but if you do make the mistakes, I mean, it is what it, it is what it is at this point. I think that's where my, um, kind of just where my drive comes from. Like I have, I have no kind of regrets when it comes to life. And I think that's where, yeah. where I, I catch people off guard sometimes because they know about the shitty things I used to do. And they always tell me like, Damn, you never wish you can done that better, done shit better. And I always say no. I always say no. Like it, it just, it is what it is. I was a shitty person, made some mistakes, but um, you learn from it. Learn from it, yeah. and I think, I think, I think I had to do it. Like it's just, it, it sucks to actually say that and to say it on camera and in front of you. And it's just <laughs> yeah. like it's, it's, it's different than when I think. I mean, you can probably attest to it. Like you, you've, um, I, I, the crazy shit comes and you just realize like. I've gotten to a point where it's just like, yeah, it was needed because it, I hate to say it too, but it really shows people's true colors. Like, and this is just me airing out stuff. I had, I literally was talking to this one girl and I did her so dirty and she held me down like crazy. And I saw like how things started to play along and I, I accepted it and I feel like after I accepted it and I apologized to her, it was a better connection. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like not even on like, Hey, I want to get back with you, but like you start to see people differently. You know what I mean? Cause you added scars on them. But at one point you're like, okay, that scars because of me, let me, you know, reevaluate myself and move accordingly. Mm -hmm. And then they start to see you grow differently. And they're like, Oh, 
And they give you yeah. like a certain respect too. And it, it's it's crazy. It's weird. I know this is like a really toxic talk, but <laughs> No, I'm gonna get more toxic. The the thing that I always trips me out too is like when friends or family come to me to for uh, relationship advice and like the other person, girl or boy, are doing like sneaky shit. I can yeah. kind of pinpoint why they're doing it, oh, like yeah. how they're doing it. No, Cause yeah. you've been you put you've been in that situation, you've no, done those yeah. things. So that's the even crazier part to even say is like, it just comes natural. Like you're just picking shit off the, I, I used to do this. He's probably going to mm-hmm. do this next. He's probably going to tell you this. And, and you're always just, right, aren't you? <laughs> always. Boy, always. I, I, bro, there's this girl that I'm kind of involved with right now. And like, she would tell me all this stuff about like certain people. And I'd call it. And I'm like, nah, this is going to happen. I want to give it like two weeks mm-hmm. and this is going to happen. And it literally plays just like that. I'll tell them like, yo, they're going to get with such and such um, in like a month. Nah, they're not. Month pass and mm-hmm. they're together. I'm like, bro, I live that life. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And I kind of, not that I like it, but I feel like I went through it. So the people around me don't have to go through it. When I have kids, mm-hmm. I can call it and- Hopefully they're not like stubborn like me and they yeah. don't go through it. But yeah, it's it's cool <laughs> to be the toxic friend, I guess. And yeah, that's the crazy part too, is because I think there's me. Uh, well, there's three of us that don't have girls. One of them has two kids, and the other two are just single and like just don't have kids. So um, it, it's weird that I'm single now with no kids, and everybody else is kind of kids has yeah. girl wife. So even though I've been in relationships for the past 10 years or previously, it was, it's just weird not to go to these functions and like, just be there by himself and no kids. Do you feel forced? No, not at all. To like have a kid? No, not at all. Like my closest friends, my best friend just found out she's pregnant. Um, My best friend from college, Mm -hmm. married and a kid on the way. My older cousin like has a, two-year-old like it, it's everyone around me has their life together and I'm over here like house car well not a house but apartment yeah. car dog and I'm like I'm single yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no not at all and I think it comes it comes why uh like they have kids so I know not to say that their kids are bad but like some of them are a little iffy because it's they the just, karma they, they're just wild but <laughs> it's the karma. so I see that and then I have nieces and nephews that are um like just crazy too as well. Like my sister's even wilder, but uh, I get enough children, like um, just- Children experience. Yeah, experience yeah. when it comes yeah. to that shit. So I'm like, do I really have the routine to kind of jump in a kid at this time? Do no. I even really want to be in a relationship? Like Hell there's all no. these things that come into my mind and I'm just like, yeah, this is, um, yeah, this can wait. <laughs> no, of course. And, and, and it's a good time. I feel like we're both at a good age where- being selfish is needed for what where we want to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like being an artist, ah, bro. I be seeing it's baby season. Have you seen that? Yes, bro. It's baby season for sure. I be seeing a lot of rappers from San Antonio mm-hmm. starting to have a kid. I feel like only one of those rappers can make make a way around the kid. <laughs> the other ones, I'm like, yeah, dude, it, it's wrapping up. I'm sorry, like, yeah. and not not in a mean way, but like, if I want you to be a good dad. If I want you to be a good mom, please just hang it up until they're mm-hmm. like three or four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? no, I get you. And see, that's the crazy part too, is because like I was mentioning how my dad was a 
was uh was my age around where he, my, my parents got divorced so you you kind of just want to live that lifestyle and what's even crazier is um I've had friends I've had family do uh have kids or have a relationship at such a young age and then they get divorced or uh yeah so just get divorced still have kids but yeah. then they never live that party life they never lived the life that they wanted to live when they were younger so they're doing it now at late 30 I mean yeah. late 20s early 30s and that's the trippy part because you see these people and you you look at these people in their 30s or whatever and you see them doing their thing and you kind of have this expectation of yeah you're not supposed to be doing that it looks manic yes it looks very manic um one of my exes her mom had her at like 15 16 yeah bro she was so like always trying to get involved with everything we were doing and i'm like why (laughs) like stay over there please and it's just she never experienced it i guess but like Nah, you got to see, you got to find the balance. You got to yeah. find the balance for sure. Mainly when you have kids. Uh-huh. Oh, that's weird. That's weird. The trippy part is when they don't think they're doing what I'm telling them they're doing. And yeah. I've seen it multiple times. Like I've, like I said, family, friends, I've seen it multiple times. And I can kind of, kind of going back to the experience part, just depicting what's going to happen next. Yeah. And it's just seeing shit like that and having people don't think what they're doing is wrong. Not to say that I, it, it is wrong or wrong. Like, do your life. Do what you got to do. But mm. I, I can kind of figure out, like, it's probably ain't going to end up well. Yeah, the outcome is never yeah. positive unless they add, like, a little twist to it. Like, but still. It, yeah, it, maybe they maybe they promoting the club and, like, they're getting money off of it or some yeah, shit. Like, some like, shit like that, I'll be like, all right, cool. That's but, the twist. But yeah. nine times out of ten, it, it still looks weird. Like, not to, like or anybody I'm not gonna say any names <laughs> but one of my homies hit me up about someone that I had like was around mm-hmm. and they were like man fuck her and I was like whoa <laughs> like what? what what's going on and they're like bro why, why is she always trying to be in everybody's business and she's like fucking 40 years old and I'm like oh yeah I, I do I do understand yeah. <laughs> like I'm not saying fuck her too but yeah. I can understand the frustration because I've been there like mm-hmm. Sometimes people be so old and everybody else is like younger lives and thinking that that brings their youth. And I'm like, nah, it doesn't, man. You you kind of seem pitiful. Yeah. And I see like my aunt, not, I'm not saying she's old, but like she's older than me. She gracefully accepted her age and like the lifestyle, you know, the auntie vibes, you know what I mean? Like it, it's ways to make it look cool. Like it's not, we're not saying like, don't be on TikTok, don't be in the clubs, but. But we see the crazy part about that too, is like, there's people that are on TikTok and that are 40, 50, 60 years old that have five, 10 million followers that mm-hmm. are doing uh, their thing. And yeah. I'm just like, fuck, imagine being that old and making it at 50 years old, 60 years old. And that like, just means you can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't stop. Like if you really have the aspirations to make it, yeah. like I tell everybody around me, I'm, I always say like, bro, I'm gonna make it no matter what. Like I don't care what extent I have to go mm-hmm. to make it. I'm going to make it because I know I have a lot of people behind me that depends on me. So like I admire those 
you know, older people that do that, but do it gracefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you don't have to yeah. be doing the renegade. Well, okay. I'm not going to say they don't have to be doing the renegade, but I'm saying like trying to keep up with the friendly kid trends. That's kind of weird. To it's kind of weird too. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like, um, what's, what's that lady? She has curly hair. It's a black, black lady. Um, is it Tim? No, no, no. I have to find Mm-hmm. I have to find her Instagram, but she she would make like vegan food and and like talk to you and everybody in her comments comic se- comment section says like oh she gives really good mom vibes like it's the mother that I never had or I feel like I just got a hug from my mom like it's cool ways to do things like that yeah. but yeah it's same thing you just gotta embrace like you gotta put your twist on it so mm-hmm. the the food shit is huge obviously because. Everybody can relate to it. Food kind of has your everybody eats. Yeah, everybody <laughs> eats. Everybody gets a certain feeling when you when you eat certain food. Mm-hmm. So that's the cool part. Uh, shit. The other thing that I've um, obviously dancing is not in there. Like it's just it's just it's more funny than than weird if you ask me. But um, I'm trying to figure out what else the food that I've seen. I've seen shaving. I've seen dudes shaving. Oh, yeah. So uh, that's probably a huge one that I've seen. So guys that are like 40, 50 years old, fucking just all he does is ASMR shaving things and like. That's a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. Shaving? People like the. Mm -hmm. And he has like fucking six million followers on TikTok. And that's all he does is just uh, he has like a, I guess a barbershop, not a barbershop, just a shave shop. That's cool. And just a suite. So shit like that, like embracing shit that people might kind of enjoy yeah, on enjoy. a daily basis yeah but the other thing i wanted to touch on is too is a time thing like people when you go into uh your craft you got to really really be down with patience and time because there's only a certain amount of um not a certain amount but there's like you got to figure out one what's you got to right. have yeah what's right you yeah. got to have deadlines goals you got to yep. have certain shit in place because there's only yeah, there's so much time you have, but it can go by so fast. It can go by so fast. And I think that's where the 10 years comes from being in a relationship is like, I mean, I remember mostly everything. <laughs> Some of the shit I don't remember, but yeah. mostly everything. But it's just like, I remember what I was doing when I was 15 years old, which is totally wild. No, of course. Like I, I've told a lot of people that have been around me and see that I've been involved with this one girl. And they're like, bro get in a relationship with her. And I'm like, no. And they're like, why not? And it's like, bro, I've been in relationships over and over again. I need to figure me out. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? No disrespect to her. I have mad love for her. And and she respects it. Like, she's heard everything that I've done, everything that I've been through. And she's like, yeah, you do need that time yeah. to yourself. And again, like with my craft, like I feel like I've lost so much time creating havoc in relationships mm-hmm. or havoc or trauma, you know, in relationships that I didn't even get to live life and create through, create through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's another reason why I'm so comfortable making music about girls is because I've spent so long, yeah, <laughs> like being yeah. in relationships. I know girls in and out, like I can, I can call an argument and all that stuff, but I don't know how to be vulnerable and talk about what I'm actually going through, you know, like mm-hmm. daddy's little girl. Like I, it was a literal like fuck it moment because I didn't know how to keep digging deeper, you yeah. know, in my personal life. Yeah. The, the ending of that song, I mean, you kind of, 
you say fuck it and you shut the door and mm-hmm. then you kind of have i don't I'm not too sure on who's coming after you but uh yeah I, I can definitely see that but whole album's fire i mean i know there might be a little bit switches as far as the songs or the songs that you sent me are those all the those are all the ones those are the final songs they're just being revamped gotcha they're being gotcha, revamped gotcha. that's we can tie it on to what we were talking about timing i was horrible on timing <laughs> um i learned from it um i learned that i am going to start recording myself and learn how to mix and master shit myself because you can't always depend on other people <laughs> no 100 percent. it yeah. gets gets expensive too i'll tell you that it gets expensive and like you said with deadlines a lot of people don't respect deadlines um so yeah. yeah. <laughs> plus you figure out not to kind of go into plus you figure out like how long actually shit takes. Yeah. yeah. I've always known how long things took because I grew up my godfather uh was a producer, engineer and things like that. Gotcha. So I've I always grew up in a studio. So I know things take time, but I also know how long it takes when you keep procrastinating. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> not yeah. saying like I wasn't procrastinating cuz life happened, I was procrastinating too. Um but yeah, you you got to keep the right people around you that A is on your ass when you're procrastinating and B can acknowledge when they're procrastinating and get the fuck up and get things finished. So. 100%, 100%. No slugs though. <laughs> I love everybody. Shit, ja. Anything you want to plug? Anything you want to say before we get up out of here? Um by the time you saw this, I dropped the song Telephone. Uh, the music video is out. It's on all DSPs. Uh, that's on Sunday. Um, Wednesday, I dropped my favorite music video, PTSD. Shout out Trent Owens. Thank you so, 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 so much for making that as beautiful as it is. Um, again, that's dropping on all DSPs, music video on YouTube and Instagram. Um, a talk and that's okay. Dropping September 24th, Friday, Thursday night, midnight, Friday morning. Um, yeah. And, uh, all I gotta say is I'm not taking a break no more. I'm not making excuses. I promise. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. And I appreciate you coming by. I, I first want to, want to say that, man, kind of seeing this, this time and, going through the, uh, I guess the social media and just keeping up is, uh, it's been a crazy time with you. Cause you've seen, I've seen you grow for sure. Thanks. And that's on a personal level because I've seen what it takes to actually make music from your side, but also too like that downtime was, uh, it was definitely needed. Cause I mean, this, this album shows the type of, uh, the type of shit you can do. Like I'll be the first one to tell you, like, this is this is music that I can actually bump to in the car. Thanks. I'll be, I'll be dead honest. That was the goal. Because yeah. I feel like I, I keep telling myself, like, can you hear this yeah. over there? Like, yeah. it just insert location. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to make sure people that didn't fuck with me in the beginning, they're going to fuck with me now. I know that for sure. Yeah. Like, I, I, told, I told a lot of my people's. If this ain't the one that makes me blow, this is the one that puts the spotlight on me mm-hmm. for for a long time because everybody underestimated that, oh, you can only talk about relationships. No, fuck that. A nigga yeah. can rap, bro. Stop playing with me. Yeah. Like, I've dropped so many songs where I'm rapping and everybody's like, yeah, she still makes girl songs. Yeah. Like, nah, I 100%. Don't. 100%. Nah. Appreciate you again. Uh, September 24th, and it's okay. I'm going to co-sign everything. Obviously, it's going to be on the actual podcast platform. Yeah. In the description. 
in my IG stories, on uh, Instagram posts, even on my personal one, I'm going to blow it up too. Because on a personal level, that kind of just is uh, is what I'm rocking with on September 24th. Hey. One more time. Uh, ja, again, before, happy birthday. Thanks. Yeah, Thank you. Because this is going to drop on September 24th or maybe before that. So happy birthday. And um, yeah, we out here, guys. Peace. Peace.